5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. On a uh, noteworthy Tuesday, it's great to have you along. Uh, some more from Pirate Baseball Media Day. Some more from uh, uh, some of the better comments, I guess, from the Joe Dooley Show last night. Uh, we've got coaching news. One other ECU baseball uh, note. Pirates have uh, announced a new radio announcer for the year, play-by-play, to replace... Corey Glore, uh, and it will be Greenville's own Scott Scooter Rogers, and Scooter will be with us bottom of the hour. Coach O will be back with him in the radio booth. We'll also uh, have a little bit of a hand in that with uh, Ben Byram and Philip the Ref Pilkington producing baseball and uh, hopefully doing scoreboard updates for those broadcasts again. I thought that was a really nice piece of the uh, of the uh, broadcast. Uh, last year, and uh, two guys are very capable of doing that, and uh, hopefully it'll be a big part of the broadcast. I'm sure they will with Scooter. They've worked with him, so uh, we'll talk to Scooter again, bottom of the hour, about uh, everything going on uh, with that decision and his opportunity. I know he's very excited. Hey, a uh, couple coaching notes. The big one, of course, is Sean Payton. We'll get to that in a minute, but this is sort of developing right now. It looks like Chris Mack is very much on his way out. Uh, at uh, Louisville. Louisville's got two coaches that they don't like, and the coaches don't like being there. Chris Mack is obviously seemed like the logical solution a few years ago, but he is not worked out there, and he does not seem to like it there. And that is, uh, they, they had his radio show tonight. They've canceled that, and uh, they are... They are in the process of meeting right now to decide what his future will be. And then there's the guy from uh, Orange County, spent some time at uh, App State, Scott Satterfield. He's made it kind of known he doesn't really want to be the head coach there if he can help it. You know, he'd rather be somewhere more uh, along the East Coast. So, a uh, mess now in Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky, big mess uh, going on there. Uh, the ref, Philip Pilkington, is uh, here today uh, producing the show. Ref, how are you? Pretty good. The NFC South is looking like a better place to be, so I'm doing good. Well, I'm glad you're optimistic. I'm about to rain on your parade a little bit. Sean Payton uh, is uh, stepping down as the coach of the New Orleans Saints. He won't be coaching... Um, them next season. In fact, says he won't be coaching anywhere next season. Fox is going hard to the hoop at Sean Payton. Uh, some scuttlebutt, not to get too inside broadcast nerd for you, but basically it, it seems like with Sean Payton, Fox wants him to, to replace Aikman. There's word that I guess Aikman's going to go to Amazon. 
you know, Amazon's going to have the Thursday night games this year exclusively. It's not going to be a joint broadcast. It won't be aired on Fox or CBS or the NFL Network. And there's even, just not to get too far off the reservation here, but there's even some, you know, the Manning cast. Are you aware of that? Uh, have you heard of that, Ref, the Manning cast? Oh, I love the Manning cast. The Manning cast, even though it airs on ESPN, is not a production of ESPN. The Manning cast is a production of Peyton Manning's production company. And so there's even some big talk that Amazon wants to make a real big splash. That That's where you might see the Manning cast next year. On the Thursday night, you know, Amazon games. That'll be a part of that broadcast, the Manning cast. I was under the impression they had a two-year deal worked out with ESPN, though. They might. But they're not they're not obligated every Monday. And last I checked, Monday's not on Thursday, right? True. I guess they could do both. I mean, I, I about 10, 15 minutes of that was what you wanted. I don't know if I could take three hours of it, but I mean, you know, a quarter at most was a really good watch with the Manning cast, but that's that's very much a possibility. But it's not an ESPN production, is my point. And I'm sure Amazon's got enough money if they wanted to buy out the contract from ESPN, I'm sure they could. But that's sort of, you know, Al Michaels, Troy Aikman to Amazon to get some of that Bezos, some of those Bezos bucks. And and that's likely where Sean Payton's going to wind up. Didn't shut the door on coaching ever again. One of the texts from the always anonymous text line is pouring in, even saying Sean Payton to the Dallas Cowboys. I think next year, yes. I don't think this year. I think next year you you will very well see that. It is setting up for that. But it's going to depend on who's got a quarterback. Sean Payton's only going to come back to play or to coach somebody that is a generational kind of quarterback. I mean, there's some scuttlebutt about maybe going to Chicago and, and coaching Justin Fields. But let me tell you, so as a Panthers fan, I guess, Philip, you're kind of excited what this means for the NFC South. Yeah, I just think the door's wide open now. I mean, it already kind of was, but uh, Brady's on his way out either this year or within the next two years, and now you got the best coach in the NFC South on his way out. It uh, opens the door for somebody to jump in and take that top spot. You did mention Brady. On his podcast yesterday, he talked like a guy that was really contemplating his future. And one thing that uh, Brady said, you know, his wife hates to watch him take hits now. Dude's 44 years old. Now, he's already – father time's undefeated, but he's he's in, what, triple overtime probably right now with Tom Terrific? Oh, he might be like that Big Ten football game earlier this year that went to nine <laughs> overtimes. <laughs> and, I mean, what Brady has done throughout his career and done even uh, just this season alone is is cheat father time. It's remarkable. So I, I understand his look at kind of through the lens of a family man, an older guy. Tampa, but to your point, it's not so much Brady. Tampa went all in. Now, they got a Super Bowl out of it. But Tampa went all in, and, you know, Brady retires now. That's a different, that's a different team. That's a different look. That's a different makeup down there. Atlanta is Atlanta, and... and Matty Ice isn't going to play forever, is he? 
No, because Father Time is catching up with him. He is not the same quarterback he was, you know, half a decade ago. So if you're a Panthers fan like the ref Philip Pilkington or our guy B-Baby Ben Byram or KC, who, by the way, spoke to me at one of the last basketball games. Look at him stepping it up, actually being friendly while he's on the clock. He was very friendly before the Memphis game. Very friendly. Um, I, the thing about all that is, had they just gone out and kind of done what they were supposed to do, followed the plan, stuck with two shoes, Teddy, drafted the quarterback of the future and let two shoes, Teddy, be the guy who was the bridge quarterback, then it would have worked out just fine. And I, I saw a funny tweet, new Twitter follower. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at 943thegame or follow me at P-Man on Air. Why not? But one of our Twitter, our new Twitter followers, and, I, and I'll give credit, Panthers HQ at Panthers HQ on Twitter. Funny, funny tweet from, uh, from them this afternoon. Don't let the Saints not curly, currently having an NFL coach distract you from the fact that the Panthers also don't have an NFL head coach. Pretty good. That was darn good. I love that. That was a pretty good tweet. Funny tweet. Funny tweet. But, I mean, that's that's just it, Philip. What have the Panthers shown you that makes you think that this is theirs for the taking? Oh. They, they, they don't have a plan. They don't have any money. They need to go out and get offensive linemen now. They have no draft picks. Their quarterback situation is meh at best. Do you have any confidence they're going to do anything with the number six pick? I would hope they do something with the pick, but uh, no, I agree with everything you're saying, but I just think that all four teams looking long-term are going to have to rebuild. So I just think that everyone is kind of at square one in this division, and not having Sean Payton there to help them rebuild could dwindle the Saints' chances of being that team that emerges. So that's the only thing. The Panthers, had they followed the plan, had... Matt Rule's shown an ability to at least be a competent head coach. Then I, I'd, I'd agree with you. Boy, this is a big move for the Panthers. And look, they can we can see a window of a Panthers era in the next couple of years. But they just have not shown anything under David Tepper's watch that would lead me to believe that it's not a, a real dysfunctional situation there. And look, we, we hear a lot from people that cover the team that are inside the building that have some affiliation with the team, real close affiliation. I mean, they they'll privately they'll tell you there's a lot of dysfunction in that organization. Football, business side. I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of upheaval. So is Tepper the next Dan Snyder? Is that what you're trying to say? I I hope not. I hope not. But I mean, it's you know it's hard to tell. I mean. We want to give a two-year grade to Matt Rule. I mean, what would you give David Tepper as an owner for two years? David Tepper, F. Matt Rule, D minus. Yeah, I mean, one is certainly not terribly better than the other, right? No, no. I think. I mean, not saying that Rule's ready to be an NFL head coach, but part of him getting hired was the mistake, and there's been a lot of other mistakes go on, and it's all because of Tepper. Yeah. It's a mess now. It is, a, and and so, 
Yeah, Sean Payton. I mean, that, that's the other question of the day is, is New Orleans a good job? Because before Sean Payton, you could argue it was not, ever. Well, a team that's like $70 million over in cap room? Heck no. Nobody wants to put that dumpster fire out. I mean, they have decent players, but you've got to – you're going to have to trade a crap yeah, ton of guys and not be over the cap. They've kind of lived life without a lot of cap room, though, in recent years. I mean, that's that's kind of been their M.O. in recent times. But you're right, 70 million overs, that's, that's, that's tough. And, you know, I, I don't see anything in Atlanta right now that makes me think they're ready to make a move. Uh, certainly Tampa, again, it all depends on what happens with with Brady, does he come back for another year? Clearly, they'd win the division if Brady were back for another year, even if the other guys aren't back. Well, Brady's look, a short-term fit. fix there. He's not well, long-term. True, true. But, I mean, I'll say if, if Brady were to come back, even with that offensive line that was kind of reeling there at the end, even with all the injuries they had, I would say they're still the favorite in, in the uh, NFC South, wouldn't you? Oh, Absolutely. And I'm not saying – I mean, I'm talking by a mile. They would be the largest favorite to win their division out of any team that is yeah. the favorite next year. Right. Clearly. But now if Brady doesn't come back, does that? how much does that change things? Because they got to go get another quarterback. Yeah, Blaine Gabbard, isn't it? No, they got to go get another quarterback. And they're kind of in the same – I mean, if you're looking at that, clearly Atlanta, they would have the oldest but probably the best quarterback in that division. So we'll see. It's uh, it's interesting, to say the least. But uh, I would certainly say Sean Payton in the TV booth next year. And look, uh, he's made a lot of money. He might like the TV lifestyle. Gruden, for a number of years, loved the TV lifestyle. That's not a bad-paying gig. It's not bad money if you can make it. So we'll see. Uh, but had the Panthers just followed a little bit of competence? You know who's in the uh, in the market and, and, and showed back out yesterday, don't you? Who kind of ca- kind of came out of nowhere and and made his first appearance on the Dan Dockage podcast on Outkick, and and it was Urban Meyer, of course. Dockage, by the way, and My- Meyer, I think we're Bowling Green together. Dockage was the basketball coach. Urban Meyer, the football coach, they were neighbors. So that's the connection there. And that is where he broke his his silence yesterday. We've had a lot of fun with Urban Meyer over the last year and certainly over the last few months. Everybody has. This NFL thing was a, spe- a spectacular flame out, and I think everybody thought it would be. But uh, he'll be back, don't you think? I think he'll be back in the public eye. I don't know if he'll be a coach again. He might just call Fox and ask for his job back on Big Noon Saturday kickoff. Two things will happen. He'll wind up on television. I, undoubtedly, I think you're correct. Don't know if it'll be with Fox, but he'll wind up doing TV somewhere because he's a name and at the in the college game, he's a proven commodity and proven winner. The other part of that is Somebody out there is going to hire him. Some, some college out there is going to hire him. Yeah, I could see a will. group of five school taking a risk on him, like a Mac I don't th- school they, or something. They'd have to have a ton of money. It, it, they're, somebody's he'll, – he'll go to a bigger job, trust me. There's going to be 
some group of boosters out there, some administrator, got to win, got to win now. Urban Meyer wins at the collegiate level. But, I mean, everything that he said on that podcast yesterday is everything we talked about. Can't treat the guys like college. Can't get them to do that one more rep. I mean, it's just it's not the NFL now. These are grown men playing for grown men play, uh, paychecks. you got to treat them as such. So, so uh, kind of a, a busy day there. Uh, Scott Rogers, scoot, bottom of the hour. Looking forward to catching up with him. Uh, we'll do Caller 5 now. I have a couple of tickets to give away to ECU in Cincinnati. That game is Sunday. That's the next East Carolina home game. So a pair of tickets. Caller 5. They'll be yours at 252-561-GAME. 252-561-4263. pair of tickets to the ECU-Cincinnati game. Sunday at noon, Pirates, of course, will play again on the road Thursday at Memphis. We'll hear from Joe Dooley coming up next in our Pirate Report. Also... Some more from ECU Media Day on uh, on baseball yesterday. So all of that coming up in our next segment. It's our Pirate Report. But Caller 5 is a winner of a pair of tickets to see ECU in Cincinnati at 252-561-GAME. The pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully because now there are new treatments available here. Not talking surgery or steroids, these are regenerative treatments from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Hi, this is Patrick Johnson. QC Kinetics is the leader in these exciting biologic therapies that help restore and repair damaged tissue in your joints with lasting results. If you've got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, joint pain that won't go away, you need to check out these treatments with astonishing patient satisfaction reports. They can actually help your body restore and repair itself with no downtime, no drugs, or no surgery. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain, and don't let them put you under the knife. You need to learn more about how biologic therapies are changing the way we think about dealing with joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. 252-756-PAIN. That's 252-756-7246. 252-756-PAIN. Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville contact center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victor is now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. No outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pit-jobs.com to apply now. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans 
subject to current credit policy of time financing service. One hour loan approval and same day cash in most circumstances. Exceptions may apply. Getting the Pirate Nation home. It's the Patrick Johnson Show. Well, the drive home should be a delight. Here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Chad from Greenville, our winner. Of the uh, two tickets to the game uh, yeah, Sunday at noon against Cincinnati. I uh, hear that game on 94-3, the game beginning at 11.30 on Sunday. Well, if you are ready for a new career, there's an amazing company that has selected Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center, Victra. It's the nation's largest independent retailer and one of the nation's largest cellular providers. Victra's Greenville Contact Center is growing rapidly, and now they're hiring multiple positions. They include consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. And the bennies include a credible, incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, 50% discount, on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victra is uh, now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers can earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only, no outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with the team of uh, professionals who are highly motivated. Here's the website for you to apply now to Victra. It's pit-jobs.com. That's pit, it's in Pitt County-jobs.com. Patrick Johnson uh, back with you. And uh, the uh, ref, Philip Pilkington, is alongside. Uh, lots to get to uh, here. Pirates will be back on the hardwood uh, after that uh, stinging, stinging uh, de- defeat uh, at the hands of Houston, just manhandled. And uh, they'll be back on the floor Tough assignment on Thursday night as they head to Memphis. Uh, quick uh, happy birthday before we get into our pirate report to my guy, Cy Seymour. He's celebrating a big milestone birthday today. Talked to Cy a little earlier. He's uh, doing well, and uh, we're going to uh, look forward to catching up with Cy in a little bit uh, later on in the week. So there you go. All right, let's uh, hit today's Pirate Report. Some comments from Joe Dooley. We'll get to some more cuts from uh, ECU Baseball Media Day as well. So hit it. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Philip, you've been uh, slaving away over a hot editing bay here the last two days, haven't you? Wow. Yeah, we've had plenty of audio, but it's good. It's good to have a lot of content. Pirate Reports are back too, right? They are. Good. Pirate reports throughout the day here on 94.3 The Game. And uh, they return to 107.9 WNCT this week as well on Friday. So your, bo- your voice heard from border to border, the capital to the coast. How does that make you feel, uh, Philip? It's pretty good. Yeah. Not, bad. not, bad, for, not, not bad for a kid from Charlotte. All right. Um, with a dream and, uh, and a glint in his eye. All right. Uh, this is uh, Joe Dooley on the Pirates having to play Memphis again. 
Well, I, I still think that we've talked about uh, just their athleticism. I think the, the length on the wings, and uh, I watched the Tulsa game this morning, and, you know, they, they, they really played well in the second half. They got down 15 and then played really, really well in the second half. Uh, with a lot more confidence. Lomax is back, uh, who I've always thought is a pretty big factor for those guys because he sort of it, it enables them to have another defender and another point guard out there. You know, Harris is a really good player, but he's more of a shooting two guard, uh, a shooting guard. And I think with Lomax at the point, it gives him a little bit more stability. Uh, this is uh, Joe Dooley on uh, Brandon Suggs and kind of an update on uh, him. This is cut four on the vast soundbite roster today. Uh, he was in for treatment today. Is doing a little bit better, but we won't. We don't expect to have him for a little bit. Still, we're not sure exactly the timeline, but he is. He's still out. He's doing a little bit better, uh, which is good news. But uh, he's not near getting ready to be back on the court yet. And this is uh, on JJ Miles, who uh, injured himself again. Different injury this time. This was an Achilles injury, I believe. And this is Joe Dooley on JJ Miles. Yeah, it was good, and then he started feeling it a little bit, so we didn't play him in the second half, as you noticed. We uh, we pulled him. He, he Not even the Achilles. The Achilles hurt a little bit. He might have been compensating a little bit for the Achilles, so uh, we, we pulled him and didn't play him in the second half. Tay Mosher is a Pirate freshman. He uh, came in in one of the games, I believe the Tulane game, and, and played really well, and that kind of propelled the Pirates to a win. He, he's been kind of limited in his time this year. He's from Texas. I don't think he was on the trip out to uh, Houston, but this is Tay Mosher and an he's got update on the freshman. He's got a broken orbital, um, so we're going to wait and see on, um, you know, how the, they have to wait for the swelling to go down in order to uh, come up with what they're going to do, whether it's surgical or not surgical. Uh, so then we'll have an idea of how long he'll be out. And, and um, I, I was disappointed for him because he's really gotten better, and he's getting to the point where sort of like Javon was, where, you you know, you won't want to buy him a minute or two, but uh, this will be a little bit of a setback, and, uh, you know, he won't be able to do anything. He had a concussion, so he won't be able to do any of those things. But uh, I do think he's feeling better. Um, he looked better. He, he sounded better yesterday. I know he didn't look great, but he he, he had, you know, he, he's feeling a lot better, and the symptoms are going away, so we're glad about that. And this is, uh, Coach, on uh, how the guys responded after watching film of that uh, devastating blowout loss in Houston. That's cut seven. Well, they showed it themselves. I, I had them meet, and you know, we had already watched the tape and let them see, uh, you know, what we what it would look like. I, I think sometimes it's easy to talk about it. It's uh, tape does the old adage goes, the tape doesn't lie. Uh, so I think getting a chance to see it, uh, look at it, think about it, uh, gives them a little bit of a perspective of, you know, we uh, you know we embarrassed ourselves. We know it. It was it was not a vintage performance. We well, I, like I said, I thought we had two good days of practice, and that didn't translate. Uh, on, on Saturday, and it was very disappointing. This is a uh, really tough stretch of games. In fact, ECU uh, is in a 10-game stretch, and I figured this out before the Memphis game, which they were in the third game of this stretch of 10 games. But they're in a 10-game stretch where all of the opponents, if you could, took their record, I think it's Cincinnati twice, Memphis twice, the one game against Houston, Tulane twice, Temple twice. If you took all of those opponents, and that's who the Pirates are playing in this 10-game stretch, those opponents, I think SMU's in there as well. If you looked at their numbers, their win percentage, it was something like 65% in the conference, 67% overall. That's pretty rugged. That's pretty rugged. So Joe Dooley on what has been and what will continue to be 
a really, really challenging stretch of basketball games. The biggest thing I tried to tell them before these games was the six-game stretch we're in. And, you know, you throw in uh, the teams that, to me, that are getting up in the top of the league. I mean, we're at Cincinnati. You know, obviously, Houston is the, the, the premier team in our league. Central Florida, I think, can beat anybody on a, on a given night and has. Uh, and, you know, you've got, you know, Memphis twice. You've got Cincinnati twice during the stretch. You've got Central Florida. You've got uh, Houston. And I said to our guys, and I said this in the locker room, I don't care whether you're East Carolina or who you are, this is a tough stretch. And we've got to, you know, keep plugging, getting better. I, I thought we played pretty well at stretches against Central Florida. Uh, and not, not long enough, but we played, you know, we, we did good enough, some, enough good things to, to put ourselves in position to win the game. And uh, I don't think the, the performance on Saturday was reflective of how we've been. Uh, it was actually atypical, but it is what it is. And so now you have to grow up from it and learn from it. And uh, it also, you know, it also brings a lesson of uh, that's the intensity you need to have every day. All right, we got to get to Scooter here, but I, I wanted to uh, hit a couple of things uh, from Cliff Godwin's presser yesterday, ECU Media Day. We'll, we'll get more from Coach Godwin here from the other coaches and all of that uh, coming up throughout the rest of the week. But, uh, Philip, let me know when you've got the Godwin stuff up. I want to I uh, start with cut 10 here, and this is about getting to Omaha. Uh, you know, every every regional, every super regional is different. Uh, I know that you can look at my super regional uh, head coaching record and say I suck as a coach. So uh, I, I know what the record is, as I told our team, and Malcolm can give you the accuracy. But uh, I was a part of the first regional or the first super regional team at East Carolina here when I was a player. And we went 0-2, and uh, I made the last out in the super regional on a – 1-0 count. I was a tying run at the plate. I had 15 home runs on the year. I, I remember that moment very vividly. Um, and I went for it. I was sitting on a changeup, got it, and I skied it to second base. I was a left-handed hitter. I just missed it. And uh, every super regional we've been a part of has been different. Uh, our guys were tired in 19, and, you know, we didn't play well enough in the regional to not to be tired. So that was our own fault. And Louisville was very good. Last year we went toe-to-toe with arguably the second-best team in the country with two of the best arms. The past two Super Regionals we've faced four first-round arms. So as I've told our guys before, you got to go to Omaha through the front door. And coach, I got it from Coach Bianco at Ole Miss, you can't go in the back door. Everybody's got to know that you're coming. And look, I, I don't know when it's going to be. This is the million-dollar question. Only the good Lord up top knows when it's going to happen. But I know we're doing things the right way. And if we continue to do that, then we're definitely not just going to go to the World Series. We're going to win a national championship as well. And then this is uh, Coach Godwin talking about the pirate depth. So this is cut 11 on that list, Philip. We've got a bunch of guys, in my opinion, that can be very good offensively. Uh, we can run out a team that is very, like, as, as good as defensive team we've ever had here, or we can go really offensive. Um, makes our jobs as coaches a little bit harder. Um, we're as deep on the mound, if not deeper, and we're as talented on the mound, if not more talented than we've ever been here. Some of it is some youth, but at the end of the day, you know, we had a team meeting yesterday. Would you rather have experience or would you have, rather have very talented young arms down there that are better as a group than we've ever had. I don't know. You flip a coin. So at the end of the day, we just need those guys to be the best version of themselves. And if they're that, then we'll be fine. All right. Great to uh, have uh, all of those cuts. We'll get to more of that throughout the rest of the week. All right. Um, we're going to 
hit a break here after Philip gives us an update, and then Scott Rogers, Scooter, the new radio voice of the Pirates for baseball, will join us. Uh, but first, an update from Philip Pilkington on a noteworthy day uh, in the NFL and uh, a lot more. Here is the ref, Philip Pilkington, with a sports update. Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94-3 The Game Sports Update. In ECU News, our women's swimming and diving team has been named to the Scholar All-American team due to their work in the classroom last semester. And ECU women's basketball is in action tonight at 7 o'clock at Wichita State. For men's basketball in the AAC, there is only one game tonight as Cincinnati hosts Temple, and as far as local games go around the Carolinas, Duke hosts Clemson. Farmville Central alum Justin Wright, who plays at North Carolina Central, has been named the MEAC Co-Player of the Week. Reports have come out that Hampton, Monmouth, and Stony Brook could join the CAA. That is the conference in which Elon and UNCW are in. From the NFL, the league has announced that Ron Torbert will be the referee for for Super Bowl 56, and Sean Payton has stepped down as head coach of the New Orleans Saints. To the NHL, the San Jose Sharks will be without star defenseman Eric Carlson till at least March, and the Canes host Vegas tonight at 7 o'clock. Last night in the Australian Open quarterfinals, American Madison Keys knocked off Barbara Krejcikova to advance to her first Australian Open semifinal since 2015. She will play world's number one, Ash Barty. Fellow American Danielle Collins will play her quarterfinal match tonight against Elisa Conte of France. And on the men's side, 20-time major champion Rafael Nadal has advanced to the semifinals as well after beating Denis Shapovalov in five sets. After this break, Scott Rogers, the new voice of Pirate Baseball, will join the P-Man. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Turn your car into cash with an instant Kelly Blue Book offer from Barber Hendrick Honda in Greenville. Go online to BarberHendrickHonda.com and experience the Hendrick Fast Pass, where you can buy your next car from the comfort of home. At Barber Hendrick Honda, there will be no payment for 90 days when you finance through Ally. And you may qualify for 0.9% financing on selected models. Barber Hendrick Honda, a proud member of the Eastern North Carolina community at the point of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Now there's an exciting new treatment available here using natural biologics, regenerative solutions that can restore and repair damaged tissue in your joints. Hey, it's Patrick Johnson here. I'm talking about QC Kinetics. Now open here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in non-surgical regeneration. Highly concentrated natural biologics that can give you lasting relief. If you have pain in your knees, back, shoulders, hips, and you're tired of steroids, pain meds, and the talk of major surgery, this is the treatment you've been hoping for. Call the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. Learn about how natural biogenics can be used to get you moving again pain-free. Listen, don't let them keep giving you steroids, and don't let them tell you that surgery is your only option. Get a free second opinion at QC Kinetics. Do it now. Imagine life in 2022 without pain. Call QC Kinetics now. 252-756-PAIN. That's 252-756-7246. 252-756-PAIN. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? 
Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now, it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Here is your ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, sir. Oh, thanks. Wanna watch the game? Ooh, little sports ball on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Hey, did we win? I, it, it sounds like we won. It's still the first quarter. I must be lucky. People say that about me. Tough break on that free throw there. Shouldn't be doing that. Dude, we're watching football. Come on. For everyone who spent the entire game explaining the entire game, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. What's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. Log on to our new website, 943thegame.com, for PJ Shot Podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 943 The Game. Local boy done good. Scooter Rogers. Scott Rogers. On the PJ Show. You've heard him on this station. You've uh, seen him around town. Grew up here, for crying out loud. Uh, It is uh, our distinct pleasure here on the Patrick Johnson Show to welcome and congratulate the new voice for uh, Pirate Baseball on radio this year. And that is uh, Scoot Scotter, Scotty Rogers on the uh, line with us here. Congratulations, bud. Thank you, Patrick. It's, uh, it's a complete honor to be the new voice of Pirate Baseball. You're excited, huh? <laughs> I'm very, very excited. I was just uh, texting back and forth with a friend who's actually listening to this right now, and I told him, uh, I said, today's really been surreal with all the texts and phone calls and uh, the reaction on social media today, it's been unbelievable, and uh, it was it was beyond anything that I expected. No, it's very exciting for you. I think they've made a really uh, excellent choice, and uh, it is uh, good to have someone I know that uh, cares about the program, that uh, cares about uh, ECU, and cares about uh, Greenville and Pitt County and, and the game of baseball on those uh, broadcasts. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we, we, you know, truth be told, we've known it was going to happen for a couple of weeks sitting on it, but wanted to have you uh, kind of have your appropriate day in the sun. Uh, and uh, we're really happy uh, that they announced it today. Uh, so uh, that, that's exciting. What do you know about Bryant? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, say that one more time. I really I had a little trouble understanding you there. I say, what do you know about Bryant? The Pirates' oh, opening opponent. Uh, <laughs> I have yet yet to do any research on the uh, Bryant Bulldogs. The uh, I do. The one thing I do know about Bryant is that uh, the Pirates played them in the UVA regional in 2016. I think that's the first time I ever remember seeing Bryant play. So, uh, but I'm excited to see them on February 18th in Greenville. <laughs> and of course, all of the games uh, will be heard this season as they have been. Uh, on 94.3 The Game, and uh, we'll have uh, Ben and uh, Philip as part of uh, uh, those broadcasts in the studio, and uh, they've done a little scoreboard stuff. So to rely on those guys, uh, Scoot. Let those guys do some scoreboard, give you a break. Uh, Ben's really good at that, and, and Philip can uh, can get it done too. So, 
and you get to work with Coach O, it's, it's real exciting. So uh, when did all this kind of come about? I know uh, you and I have talked uh, a little bit over the last couple of weeks, but when did things start to, to look like this was a possibility for you? Uh, it was really – it was last, I believe, Monday when uh, I first, first received some uh, uh, communication about it from Learfield and from Henry, from Henry as well. Uh, Henry actually called me. I think it was Monday night and said, uh, you know, you know, this is a possibility. You know, we're looking at recommending you to Learfield for this. Would you be interested in doing it? And of course I, before he could even get it out of his mouth, I said, yes. Um, and then I interviewed with Megan Henson at Learfield, um, on Tuesday and then Wednesday I got it cleared through my professors with ECU because of my classes, which, uh, with me still being a student, and they said, absolutely, you know, we'll definitely make this work. Um, and had a follow-up call with Megan the day after that, and uh, I was offered a job then and gladly accepted it. There you go. Good stuff. So, you know, you've been out with that left field crew a lot, right? That's right. In the jungle? <laughs> do you think we could set it up That's where right. you do – Harry Carey style, do a broadcast from out in the in the jungle, left field. Maybe can we work on that? I think that would be a uh, outstanding thing to do, kind of like what uh, ESPN's done in the past with Sunday Night Baseball. I don't know if they've done some broadcasts from the uh, bleachers of some major league parks, but uh, I'll have to I'll have to drop that drop that seed in the ear of some people, see what they think. I think that would be a uh, interesting broadcast for sure. <laughs> we might have to have the. Uh, might have to have the FCC there just in case they can mute parts of the broadcast because there's no telling what would be said over the broadcast if it was from the jungle. Yeah. Well, we mentioned you you uh, grew up in Greenville. You're you're at ECU as a student now. For those that don't, you know, know, and I mean, look, everybody knows Scooter in in you know Pitt County baseball and Greenville baseball. A lot of people know him, uh, but you know, we got a big uh, swath of as far as an audience here with this show, so. Uh, for the for those in Pirate Nation who you know I recognize that guy or maybe don't know the whole story, I mean, kind of your your family has deep roots here. Kind of run through all that your family and growing up in Greenville and and just how you got involved with uh, with baseball. Yeah, so uh, my family, my mom's side of the family, moved to Greenville in 1969. My granddad uh, got a job with Carolina Leaf Tobacco Company, and they moved from Wilson. And family's been here ever since. Uh, for some of you older pirate fans out there and pirate alumni, you might remember uh, PTA Pizza. That was my dad, Josh Rogers, who originally started that. Um, he, both me, him and my mom ran that for so many years. And then my aunt and uncle, the late Gary Alford, I'm sure that rings a bell to many pirate fans. He tragically passed away in 2008, but he was loved by so many uh, Pirate fans, him and Susan, my aunt, owned King Sandwich, which was on 14th Street. Um, yeah. So I kind of really kind of grew up being a Pirate fan all these years. Uh, I've lived lived within a five-minute drive of Dowdy Ficklin Stadium and in the athletic complex my entire life. And then uh, growing up, obviously, in Greenville and playing Little League uh, here, I, after I stopped playing baseball, you know, I kind of started helping Brian Weingarts out with – being on the ground crew, that sort of thing. And when he kind of realized that, you know, I love being in the kind of behind-the-scenes role and announcing and being in the press boxes and stuff, he kind of 
let me do some stuff at a young age with minor league games with Greenville and uh, eventually worked my way up through the ranks at Greenville Little League to become a PA announcer and uh, top scorekeeper there. And really, none of this would be possible without the Little League community here. They kind of opened me with open arms and uh, from there went on to Rose High and started doing some PA work there and also with you guys at 94.3 filling in a couple of times on radio broadcast as well. Yeah, and they've always done a fabulous job in everything you've done. I think this is a home run, pardon the pun. It's a great uh, a great hire. And, and, I mean, look, when you're the voice of a team, you're kind of uh, inherently uh, there in a way rooting uh, for a team. I mean, you're, you're objective and you're telling the story, but, the, you know, there's, there's you know different styles and there's a little rooting interest. You are an ECU fan. We're not going to – there's no hiding that. Scott Rogers is an ECU That's right. fan. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no hiding that. You know, you, I've missed uh, I've missed one home football game since, the two, since I believe, 2008. Um, you know, I've, wow. I've worked I've worked basketball games since 2018, and up until then, you know, I was a season ticket holder and came the dang near every home basketball game, and then – uh, pretty much every single home baseball game as well. So um, it, it's it, living in Greenville and having so many family members that went to ECU, you know, it's in my blood. And, you know, I, I really couldn't imagine my life without East Carolina in it. All right, there's a couple things. Scott Rogers, Scooter, is with us uh, here. It's great to have him. He's been uh, proclaimed the new uh, voice of ECU baseball on radio, and that's very, very cool. Very excited for him. We're going to be talking to him a lot, hopefully throughout the uh, the season. So I'm very excited about uh, about that. Uh, let me let me. Uh, so let's clear up something on the because you run the clock during the basketball games, right? Yes, I'm the uh, scoreboard operator. All right. Uh, I don't want to get you. I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want the game clock right. operator throughout the season. Right. I don't want to get you in trouble. But Penny shouldn't have been yelling at you because you didn't start the clock at the end. That's. Yeah. <laughs> Penny, Penny was upset. From what I can basically tell, obviously it was very loud. Penny was right. basically upset, saying there was no way that Brandon Suggs could catch that ball on the opposite side, turn and shoot it within one second. And I think what he was yelling at us about is we we have to wear American Conference gear when we're working down there. So I'm thinking right. that he thought we worked for the conference, but it's like, <laughs> dude, we have no control over that. We don't we don't look at the replay and add a second and do all that. We right, just hit start right. and stop. <laughs> hey, you, you got it. You guys got it a lot easier than the media did the next uh, couple of games later than when Penny uh, kind of. Yes, the I did see the uh, I did see his press conference where he dropped a couple of very not nice words to the media yeah. in Memphis. By, and uh, by the way, he, you can't say that in a on tough situation though. Oh, yeah. By the way, you can't say those words on radio. I'm just letting you know. You can't say that on radio. Correct. Just, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then you've umpired. Yes, I have. I've been umpiring uh, Little League games off and on for, I think I've been doing it for three years now. And, and you know, a lot of people out there, you know, there's a lot of people out there that hate officials in general. But uh, it's, a really, it's a really fun job to have, especially at the – local league level of a little league um you know you you get out there you know the coaches you know all the kids and you know they grow to know you as you being out there and it's, it's really a fun job to have and you know i encourage anybody out there these days that would love to get into officiating to get into it because right now 
there is a shortage of officials in general at any level of sports. And it's a really fun job to have. Um, and it's a good background to have, too. Our guy uh, produced the show today, the ref, Philip Pilkington, he's kind of the same deal. He's uh, he's refereed uh, football and basketball and all kinds of sports. So he's he's right there with you on that. And, and I agree. It'd be great to see more guys like you and Philip, guys your age, to to get involved in officiating uh, because uh, the sports and high school sports and even college sports desperately uh, need some younger guys to, to get involved uh, and, and women, guys and girls to get involved in that. Uh, Scotty Rogers is on the line with the scooter, a new ECU radio baseball voice. It's great to have him with us uh, here uh, as uh, it was uh, announced this afternoon that he is going to be uh, handling the uh, play-by-play all of the games on 94-3, the game beginning February 18th uh, against Bryant for the season opener. So uh, you've, you've obviously had a, a chance to attend media day yesterday. You've had a chance to keep up with this team over the years. There's a lot of pitching depth, quality pitching depth. There's also just a lot of uh, fifth-year guys on this roster as well. Uh, so that alone means a, a team that has the potential to win a lot of games and go really far. They do. You know, they're very deep. Um, in terms of having, you know, I believe five or six fifth-year seniors coming back from their COVID years. And, you know, this it's like you just said, they're deep in a lot of spots. But, you know, you look at this team, and I believe Cliff yesterday said media day, he said, I, if I could be wrong here, but you look at that infield lineup, and he said it would be if, if the season had started today, it would have been Josh Moylan at first, Zach Agnos at second, Ryder Giles at short, and Alec Makarevich at first or at third. And you look at that lineup, that's a that's a legit college baseball lineup. There's there's veterans all over that infield. And the one the one position in the infield that is gonna be young this year, but Cliff and a lot of the older guys uh emphasized yesterday at Media Day was catcher and how deep they are at catcher for them being young. So that's one position that I'm gonna be very intrigued to watch as the year goes along. But I heard a lot of good things about Ryan McChrystal yesterday. So I'm real really interested to see how he does behind the plate this year. Uh, always anonymous text line. Can you ask him? I mean, you, Scooter. Can you ask Scooter who his favorite ECU marketing staffer is? Again, that's from the always anonymous text line. So I'll let you uh, answer that with that knowledge. Your favorite marketing staff. That's a little bit of an odd question from the always anonymous text line. Um, I would have to say that's a tie between Eric Ward and Casey Singer. Uh, those two guys do a great job at ECU with the marketing and fan engagement standpoint. And those are two guys, too, that I cannot thank enough over the past two years for letting me do some PA work over at ECU. Um, you know, they kind of got my foot in the door with the announcing at this college level, and I cannot thank them enough for letting me do that. Let me let me just say this. Um, the tie goes to the runner, and I who is the other guy? I'm, I don't think I've met him. If I have, I, I forgot it. I'm terrible with names. Uh, not, not Eric, the other one. Uh, Casey Singer. Casey. That's right. Casey Singer. Okay. The tie goes to the runner, as you know, in baseball, right? Um, uh, so that I'm going to. not true for many umpires. No, no. No, no. I'm going tie goes to the runner. Tie goes to the runner. I'm overruling you here, Scooter. <laughs> tie goes to the runner. I will ar- come out of the dugout and argue with you on that. But I, I will say that Singer can outrun Ward. So the tie goes to, to, to Singer over Ward. That's just me. That's just me. That's just me. So. <laughs> I'm going to let you decide that one, uh, Patrick. I'm going to keep Casey and Eric on my good side and not answer that. All right. Always anonymous text line. 
Will you be able to survive the pay cut you'll be taking from J.H. Rose? Again, always anonymous text line flooding us with uh, a lot of these uh, messages right now. Uh, well, considering that uh, <laughs> I really did not have a chance to do a lot of Rose High baseball games, and uh, uh-huh. this is a spring job, and Rose football and basketball will be there in the fall and winter, there will not be a pay cut from that, so I am very happy about that. But, uh, but you know, money money was obviously discussed during this, but it, it really was not a lot of my discussion when offered this job. There was uh, yeah. There was really nothing that could have held me back during this process of accepting it. See, now I think you've got meddling right where you want him on, at the negotiating table, by the way. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> Clay's, a, uh, Clay's a great athletic director, but uh, I'm going to let him continue to do what he does for me. <laughs> he does a great job at, at running the Rose High Athletic Department over there. And uh, he's a great great teacher, too. If you ever get the chance, take sports history with uh, Coach Medlin over at Rose High. Wow. Wow. I didn't know they had that over there. I, I might need to re-enroll. Uh, hey, uh, great to great to have you on. I hope we'll have you on more and uh, look forward to uh, hearing you on the radio this year. And if there's anything I can do to help you along, uh, please don't hesitate to ask. And then uh, I think I speak for everybody at the company when I say that as well. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks for having me on. And uh, we'll definitely be reaching out to you with all your experience in the past. Uh, and I can't thank all of you guys enough at the station. Hey, great job uh, today. Congratulations, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. All righty, Patrick. Thank you. All right, there he goes, the one and only uh, Scotty Rogers. Scoot, uh, radio voice of uh, the uh, Pirates. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll uh, get ready to wrap things up here today. I'm, I was just told we need to, uh, to take it to uh, 50, uh, 5350. So uh, we're just, what, a few seconds away, I guess, from uh, from departing here. All right, so there you go. Well, hey, congratulations to, to Scoot. He's uh, going to do a fabulous job and look forward to hearing him on the call. Uh, and uh, the, there'll be a lot of passion with those calls. Coach O's back in the booth with him, and we'll have our guys involved and uh, look forward to pirate baseball season with Scooter behind the, uh, the mic. Uh, thanks to him for joining us today. We'll be back tomorrow. Fresh Patrick Johnson show at see you in the morning on Talk of the Town on 1037. Hey, I want to tell you about Wilson Roads Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rhodes, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacements, service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for simple financing options that are just a few clicks away. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes, you'll be comfortable in no time in Greenville. At the Vitamin.